can't hear you, Rhonda. Welcome, 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 everybody. We are live here with me, Powered with Rhonda. I got to turn my uh, microphone on. <laughs> I was making sure I was muted, but we've got a great show tonight. Tonight is part two. You met her at the beginning of the month, Lena Sebula, and she was talking about her story about how she came through and escaped being sold into human trafficking. And tonight is going to be part two because we had so many requests to find out how she actually escaped and what the things were that she did and who she contacted. So tonight we're going to give you step-by-step how she made it through. But before we do that, I want you to get yourself ready, share this with everybody that you know, because we're gonna be sharing some amazing information and we gotta get our particulars out of the way. So we're gonna go ahead and tell you how everybody can tune in. And right now I'm gonna turn it over to Lady J. All right, if this is your first time tuning in to Me Powered or JQLM Radio and you would like to share with your family, friends, and followers on all the different ways that they can tune in, be sure to tell them to download the JQLM Radio app on their Apple or Android devices. You can also listen live to JQLM Radio 24-7, 365 live via Amazon Alexa, TuneIn app, Stream a Simple Radio app, and a host of other platforms of which you can find located on our website where you can also listen live at egoentertainmentnet.com. And just to go a little further, you can visit egoentertainmentnet.com forward slash JQLM dash radio. All right. And don't forget to follow, like, and share us on social media. Follow JQLM Radio. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JQLM Radio. You can follow and connect with Ego Entertainment Network at EgoEntNet. That's E-G-O-E-N-T-N-E-T on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can also connect with us on LinkedIn at Ego Entertainment Network. And if you would like to connect with Rhonda or the Me Powered Show, you can contact me at me.powered on Instagram. And I also have a Facebook page, which is just simply at me powered. You can also follow me on my personal page, Rhonda Thompson. And uh, for everybody that wants to follow me counseling wise, I do have a website, which is totalbreakthroughcenter.com. And the website for me powered is still under construction, but it's going to be coming. So you're going to want to save it. It's going to be mepowered.co. So Make sure you follow me and I cannot wait to connect with you guys. So right now I want to go ahead and welcome back Lena Sabula and Sebula. Sebula. I keep saying her name the wrong way, but she was here the very first um, week of the month and she was the debut show for Me Powered. And she is here again all the way from Canada live with us. So welcome, Lena. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for the part two, because I do believe there's so much um, I like to share for people to be more aware, to um, think about the prevention and red flags. And I have some information that I really want to share to encourage, inspire and to give hope to people. Yeah, I can't wait um, because, yeah, we we our conversation went so quickly last time and um, it always does when the conversation is really good. And for those of you that um, missed the story, uh, her backstory when we started, 
the reason I had Lena be the first guest for the premiere to kick off this show is because January is actually National Awareness for Human Trafficking Month. And so we wanted to bring light to the subject of human trafficking because it is still going on strong all over the world. And um, I'm physically in uh, the metro Atlanta area. She is physically in Canada from the Ukraine and it's all over the world. And her story was so powerful, so amazing. Um, if you just want to give them just a real quick synopsis of just the highlights of your story, because I want to spend a lot of time this time on how you got out because we ran out of time last time for that part. But I want you to give them just a little bit of your backstory for those that are just tuning in now that may not have caught the first show. Yes, absolutely. Well, um, I was born and raised in Ukraine and my parents become an alcoholics and lost well-paid jobs. And my house was full of strangers and at early age, I became a target. So I was raped um, in the basement of my apartment numerous times. And when things couldn't get any worse, uh, one day, like one day I woke up with severe abdominal pain, but it was one month before my 15th birthday. So in the hospital was determined that I actually in labor. So I didn't know that I was pregnant. I didn't know who her father was. And my labor was intense, but quick. And I had a baby girl, but she passed away three months later from health complications. I'm so, so sorry about that. Yeah, I'm burying my baby when I was 15 years old. And I remember this because this um, vividly because the people were, people were ready to um, celebrate the Christmas and New Year. And I carried this little tiny casket in my arms and my friends dug the hole in the ground because I felt like I own her the proper, proper burial. Mm -hmm. And um, that image actually haunted me for the next 20 years, like in my mind, body and soul. So I use alcohol and drugs to medicate my pain because mm -hmm. it was better to be high than yeah. feel worthless, abandoned, broken, and stop my brain from um, telling me that I killed my baby. And right. and it just, I lived in hell. Mm -hmm. So a um, few years passed because I was um, street junkie. I went straight through heroin addiction. And one day I just woke up and I have this awareness that I'm going to die or I'm going to end up in jail. So I start looking for a means to uh, come out somehow, but there is no hopes, no dreams for people like me and no help. But then one day I met this beautiful, fancy, rich looking lady and she was kind and nice to me. And she invited me to her house and um, I was so impressed and she just gave me hope. She said, I can't find you a job, like no specific, just a job. And I, was, I wasn't even 18 years old. I do believe I was naive, but um, I saw the opportunity as well. I thought, wow, somebody really nice and kind to me, and they look like they care. So mm -hmm. I really just follow all the instructions. So I don't remember much because I still was on heroin. And um, I don't remember how I went through a report and through... Customs. I just one day heard the Muslim 
a call to prayer, Allah Akbar, ran out. Mm-hmm. So this nice, rich-looking lady sold me into human trafficking. So I was sold in the brothel, and I spent there almost two years. Mm-hmm. So my story is very unique because you're not going to come out from situation like that unless you're dead or you're rescued. Right. But by the grace of God, they let me go, mm-hmm. and um, I came home to Ukraine. But um, one of the one of the people from the brothel stole all my possession, and then my aunt stole all the money that I was um, able to accumulate over this time. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what else to do, so I started using and selling drugs again. And a few years later, again after heroin addiction, I knew again that I'm gonna be dead of overdose or murdered. Um, or just being in jail. So the second time I actually willingly went and sold myself because my body was a commodity that I owned and um, that's all I knew. Right. So this time they trafficked me to Canada and that's mm-hmm. where transformation actually began. It's from right. here. Okay. And that, thank you for, you know, going back over and reviewing that um, because I know I wouldn't have been able to do it justice and I don't want to, I wouldn't have wanted to leave anything out. Um, But, you know, for the people that didn't catch the first show, you know, all the details of the story are in the first one. So make sure you watch the replay from, you know, the beginning of January as well. Um, And I know we didn't touch a lot on uh, a couple of things, which I just want to bring up right now. you know, bearing your baby when you were a baby, did you ever like go through any sort of grief counseling for that? Or, um, you know, cause I know you pushed it away for a long time and, and stuff and you self-medicated with, you know, using drugs and doing different things, but did you ever like get actual grief counseling for that? This is a very interesting question. And I think that's why I'm really advocating for the therapy counseling and for the organization who supports survivors, who yeah. help with the PTSD and grief, because I didn't have any support. Right. Actually, through my life, I kind of was by myself trying to figure out how to survive and overcome. But in this yeah. moment of my life, I'm looking even further how I can thrive right. after everything that I've seen and done. But it's a process. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's necessary. Well, I'm so glad that you're on this side now and the organizations that you're involved with and that you're partnered with, because, you know, um, we started talking last time and you and I have talked too. you know, uh, most times when people hear our stories, they're like, oh, my God, how did you come through that? And the thing is, is while you're in the midst of it, you don't realize it. But when you do get to the other side, then you end up, you know, like yourself, you've created this amazing um uh, spiritual autobiography and you're connected with different groups that help other people and that advocate. And, you know, we go through things and a lot of times people wonder, you know, why do we go through a lot of different things or why do some of us have a certain, um, harder lot or harder burden to carry. But the truth is, is because you're actually chosen to lead the others out, you know, and you go through things and you come through them because you are equipped 
to help others through because we didn't have that direction when we were going through. And my, you know, mine is very similar to yours. All the things I went through, there was nobody to go through. So once you get on the other side, there's, you, you can either become bitter and hateful and revengeful and just go down a whole downward spiral, or you can, you know, turn that pain that you've gone through into a platform for ministry or uh, a platform for your purpose. And, you know, you can help others out. And so that's what you've done. And, you know, and I'm so glad that you're on this side now and, uh, you know, and you're so courageous and you're so mm -hmm. transparent and, you know, a lot of people don't want to hear the details and, you know, but this is what's really going on. And this is your story. And I tell people all the time, never be ashamed of your story because it's yours. And, you know, your story, the one that you don't want to tell, the one that is going to cost you friends, is going to cost you a reputation, is going to cost you church friends and all that other stuff. Uh, the one that embarrasses you, the one that causes you pain, that's the story you need to tell because that's the story that's going to save somebody's life. You know, not the sugar coated. Um, oh yeah, I got through and it wasn't that hard. No, it was hard. And, you know, and I just, I salute you honestly, because what you've come through, Lena, you're a warrior, man. You are a warrior. And, uh, I'm just so honored to have you for a second time here now and now we get to share the other side of how to help other people through so thank you so much for coming i back. really appreciate your kind words thank you oh you're welcome you're welcome i mean and it's true i mean and a lot of times when we go through things we don't give ourselves credit we really don't you know and and, and we're so used to putting other people first and we're so used to being mistreated we're so used to being thrown away we're so used to being discarded but you know you got to stop and realize, Lena, you're a hero. You're a heroine and you're, you're saving so many lives by telling your story. And there's so many women, so many men that go through different things too, that they just don't tell people because they're too ashamed. They're too ridden with guilt. They're too afraid to tell the truth about what they went through. But like I said, it's that truth that's going to bring other people out because that's the truth that other people are still living with today. This hasn't gone away. This is still very rampant all over the world. So, you know, absolutely. That's why I want to um, talk about some myths and misconceptions that we actually have. And I'm creating this awareness about reality of human trafficking because Sometimes people don't even know what the human trafficking is. Yeah. And actually, guys, um, um, I would like to define this for you, if it's okay. Of course. Um, human trafficking is modern-day slavery, and it's recruitment and exercising control over a person to exploit them through sexual or forced labor. And it's commonly taught that the buying and selling people is actually something of the past. But in fact, there are more people trafficked today than any time in human history. Wow. And that's why my message today, not just to share my story, but yeah. let you know that this is not the problem that it's happening mm -hmm. on in, in another country. Like, yes, yes, there is like everywhere. But more importantly, I want you to know that it's happening here mm -hmm. right now. There are people in your neighborhood most likely or um, will be victim or are victim of the human trafficking. 
and um, human trafficking can happen to anyone but some people are more vulnerable than others mm -hmm. um, significant risk uh, factors include dysfunctional families that's what happened to me and substance abuse and mental health concerns mm -hmm. and um, often traffickers identifying and leverage their victims vulnerabilities in order to create dependency that's exactly what right. happened to me build on trust yeah it's built on trust they yeah. didn't force me they didn't yep. um, physically abuse me they actually act upon um, those vulnerabilities and my own human basic need to be loved, to be cared for, to be heard. And um, the most pervasive myth I believe uh, about human trafficking is that often involves like kidnapping and physical force. And that's why with my story, I wanna show that yes, it can happen, but in reality, more traffickers are using that psychological means of manipulation and and threats and uh, sometimes like guilt and fear too yeah. because yeah. then i end up in cairo egypt where are you going you have no language no passports you right. don't know where you are so you kind of like dependent yeah yeah um yeah, and um, I know here in Atlanta is one of the largest human traffic areas. Um, and, you know, it's it's a shame because a lot of people, too, think that this is something that just happens to, to women and to girls, and it doesn't. It happens to a lot of boys as well. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, and most of the times uh, the, the people, the client, I've worked with clients, I've had clients that have been trafficked, like, and sold by family members and stuff. And that's the thing is, it's the people that you trust uh, more than anything. And that's a betrayal right there. And you're, you're right. There's a lot of uh, factors that put somebody at risk. And, you know, uh, if, if somebody is, is longing for it, cause we all want to be significant. We all want to be loved. And, you know, if your home is dysfunctional and, uh, you know, you're being abused at home or you're being neglected at home, then that leaves you as an open target uh, for somebody else to come in and just give you those crumbs of affection that you're so looking for that you're going to want to be with them or they give you this uh, recognition and caring for you where you may not have a voice at home. And all of a sudden now somebody is listening to you and, and it, and is built on trust and, uh, you know, it's uh, not always like the movies where it's violent and taken and stuff like that. It's through coercion. It's through trust. And, and you know, it, it's, it's a much bigger thing than people realize. Absolutely. And I do believe that there's a major, major problem these days is that the trafficking can be very hard to spot. And um, if we would see someone physically uh, by force taken in the car, like we right away would think this is red flag, this is not okay, the violence and abuse and screaming, like right away in our human understanding, you would see that something bad happening and you would ask for help. But mm -hmm. I went through it willingly. I was yeah. just submissive, but nobody ever asked me this question. Nobody stopped me at the airport. Nobody really mm -hmm. have any um suspicion because i just walked by myself through everything and that's what i would like to say that um when they 
um, lure the victims and and have their trust. They number one, they distance the people from all the victims from the support system, like you said about the family. But if the support system even not existing, like in my family, nobody look for me three months. Wow. I was out of my town for three months. I was like 18 year old, not a kid. Wow. I was um, young adult or like, right. it's still like I wasn't adult because it mm. wasn't not in my mindset, not in my really body. I was an adult woman right. yet. Right. And um, yeah, for three months, I might be dead. Nobody wow. really like um, wrote the missing report or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Definitely very important for people who does have a support system, just pay attention there. There are the specific red flags mm -hmm. to to watch for, and um, if you don't mind, I'm gonna name. Yeah, you. I was just I was literally gonna ask you what are the flags and what what have you found in your experience, rather than statistics, mm -hmm. in your experience. What is the average age that somebody is coerced into this, and how is it done? And is it done? How is it differently based on the age group? Honestly, like I have ghost bombs all over my body because it's mm -hmm. very sick. It's a sick well oil machine. I even through one of the presentation when I already start looking into human trafficking as a um, my path that I want to be part of a change. Mm -hmm. I I remember hearing this woman presentation about Cambodia, and they they using children start with age four. So there is no limit to this wickedness and sickness. And I cannot tell you exactly um, the uh, approximate age because there are no beginning, no the end. No yeah. woman, no girl. And it's not just no sexual. boy and a girl. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, human trafficking is not just sexual because like yeah. even in India, I think it's called uh, Kamlari. Um, they're sold at six years old, um, Kamlari, to work off debt for the family. And the girls have to take care of other kids in the household and do all yeah, the like housework. Slavery. It's a modern day slavery. Yeah, slavery. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, human trafficking is not just sexual. It's mm -hmm. slavery. Um, wow, that's that's scary. That's really scary. Mm -hmm. So as for somebody um, that is getting lured, um, what are some ways that parents can look out for if they do have, you know, younger kids. Um, what are some things that they need to be teaching their kids about? Like, how would somebody approach a, a younger child to lure them? Absolutely. It's very important to be educated about it because then you can be, um, have like better intuition. If something changes, you can mm -hmm. ask those questions. And you know what? If you know those red flags, sometimes it can it won't be a human trafficking situation. Just don't ignore anything. Be vigilant, especially with your own family and friends or with your children as well. Number one, it's withdrawing from family and friends. You ask those questions, you know, especially teenagers. Right now we can think, oh, it's COVID. They don't have that social life or you can find the excuses for those behavior but until you actually know you really don't know so okay. you have to ask the question and dig deeper and if 
by any chance they have secretive some kind of activities that you're not part of anymore ask right. those questions where are you where are you going where are you disappearing for like hours at the time mm -hmm. oh look it's your curfew and you're still not home oh how come you are not in school because it's a school time and you are not in school because teacher calling me and something like that you rather wait do not assume just see like who they are hanging out maybe they have this starting out with the older friends or gentlemen or something like that maybe they getting affection like mm -hmm. um, new clothing or jewelry that they cannot afford to buy right away you should thinking like where the money come from why somebody lavish you with this stuff what yeah. is that unexpected love or romance and it's right. um, overflowing right away you you can be suspicious mm -hmm. especially as adults we already we can see through some of the stuff and can hear as well so if um especially if this person get um suddenly second cell phone Mm, okay. way, that's a red flag why yeah. do you need the second cell phone and the secret number with the secret right. admirer right. because usually that's how they um predator camouflage and right away start um imprinting the fact that don't tell anyone about me don't yeah. don't tell what you do right. don't do this stuff you know so they're already grooming yeah. uh, the victim to right become actually yeah. trafficked yeah now are there internet sites would you say like um because i'm like as you say that with cell phones that may be something obvious but like do you think or uh, well i'm sure there are are there children that are or people that are lured uh through internet you know predators from internet that lure them as well though where the parents might not be able to recognize because they don't have that cell phone but then their kid is on the internet all the time or they're always in their phone doing stuff you know, uh, when should there, when should some, when should a parent be um, suspicious of their uh, activity? Like, cause you know, kids go to sleep with their phones in their hands and their tablets in their hands and stuff. Um, what, what signs should they look for, for that to see if there's anything being wrong, just even with internet communication? Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, the predator predators will use any means necessary and electronics and technology right now it's definitely uh, one of the means to lure the victim because um, especially right now when we are so locked with the COVID and um, struggling with being social as well, the yeah. people like literally, I tell my kids all the time, do not accept anyone that you don't know, especially right. like if this age gap or something like that, just yeah. see for for a common sense stuff and mm -hmm. and if you see um your children become more and more withdraw and mm -hmm. like start keeping secrets um you do have to make sure that you you not kind of like um make them not trust you going through their stuff and then checking on them all the time but still you have to have conversation about with your kids and say this is not safe you are right. innocent and right. the world is different than, than the yeah. world that you live in here at home. And I'm here for you without judgment. I'm going to love you and accept you. And I'm here to help you because I'm, I, 
we need our kids to trust us, you know, but it's, it's takes time to build relationship to that point. And especially with teenagers, you know, sometimes it's very hard with wherever hormonal changes they going through and they feel like they want to be loved and they want to be accepted and they want to belong. And definitely through electronics, it can come some kind of content or some kind of request that can lure um, the uh, victims as well. But the kids who actually know about it, they can think about the fact, this is not okay. Why he's yeah. asking me these questions? Yeah. You know, and yeah. one second, please, sorry. Look, I just thought about, and the question can be, how old are you? Where mm -hmm. you live? Where's your parents work? Are your parents at home? Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's awesome. And you made a key point because when this happened with you, you were already 18. So just because a, a child is older and they're teens and, you know, and they may be experiencing relationships and, and whatnot, they could still get lured in or coerced in like, you know, like you did. Um, so it's not just something for little kids that parents have to watch out for. And you said a key thing, they didn't, nobody even looked for you for three months. They, nobody even asked where you were at. And that, that's key right there is just checking in on your, your kids, no matter what age they are, don't let three months go by and you have not talked to, uh, your child or heard something. Um, that is all great. I know we have to take a break real fast because um, uh, for our commercial break, um, but we're, we've been talking to Lena and uh, she is uh, sharing her story of uh, human trafficking. And when we come back, we're going to really get into make sure you get a pen and a paper because we're going to get into the actual organizations and she's going to give you the information and the places to go. So we will be right back after these commercial breaks. Book your next event at the Gallery Event Center. The 1,600-square-foot space offers packages and a la carte services and items. All packages include tables, chairs, projector, and screen, a 60-inch Apple TV, wireless microphone, a kitchenette, easy speaker system with surround sound, so no DJ is needed, cell phone charging station, and plenty of parking birthday parties, baby showers, bridal showers, pop-up shops, and more. Book now at thegalleryeventcenter.com or call 317-534-6399 or take a tour at 5852 East 82nd Street, Indianapolis, Indiana, the Gallery Event Center. Book your event with us today. Serenity Empire and YizorTV.com presents the Valentine's Day Comedy Show with headliners T.P. Hearn as seen on BET and Def Comedy Jam featuring Louisville's Meech Dog, Lil Stephanie, Indy's own Denise the Comedian, and the original DJ Flip. Hosted by Robert Sweaty Hands Day, it's going down February 11th at 8 p.m. inside the ballroom located at 7055 East 16th Street in Indianapolis, Indiana. Doors open at 7 p.m. General admission is $20. Table seats are $30. VIP is $40. Get your celebrity comedian meet and greet tickets for only $10. Meet and greet begins at 5.30. Doors open at 5 o'clock. Pictures will not be allowed after the show. Get your tickets now at simplyserenityempire.com. That's simplyserenityempire.com. 
Temperature checks and masks will be required to enter. COVID rules will be reinforced. Are you in need of a fresh perspective on relationships, wholeness, love, and transformation, or are feeling consumed with hurts from the past and finding it difficult to overcome traumatic events? Well, contact licensed marriage and family therapist, Sharon Mason of Love That Relationship. She can get you back on the road to building a healthy and loving relationship with yourself and others. Love Love That Relationship. All right, we are back. Thank you for our sponsors and for the commercial breaks. Uh, and I also have to uh, go ahead and uh, share a sponsor that I have that is especially for me powered uh, with Rhonda, which is Rob Delitis. He is the co-creator and the founder of ERP Therapy for Addiction, and you can reach him on ertherapy.com. Uh, so we've been speaking with um, Lena and she has been sharing her story and uh, she just started with a few of the red flags. Now, I know there's some organizations that we wanted to get to last time and time just ran out. So I want to make sure that we get these organizations that are very helpful that people can look to if no matter where they are, they can reach out to these organizations and they can get the help that they need and the direction that they need if they're in human trafficking or if they are suspect somebody else's, um, you know, so what are some of those organizations, Lena, that they can contact? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I actually was um, on the break research. One of them, this organization has online um PDF about online safety. So okay. if you guys would like that, I will talk about this as well. Okay. So in 2013, I actually was changing my online life and I became a wellness advocate for the Terra Essential Oil Company. But what I really like, not only I want to change my health, that they have an amazing work they do in humanitarian work in the world. And they are very big on um, partner up with organizations that actively engage in human trafficking, prevention, rescue, and aftercare. So that's how I learned about Three Strand Global. It's protect um, through Protect Online program. They okay. provide prevention, education, train, training to students and educator to help prevent exploitation and victimization. Okay. So that's very important to educate so you know the uh, red flags as well. Okay. Um, the Terra partner up with Rafa House and work to end sexual exploitation in children by spreading awareness about seriousness of this problem as well. But what I really want to tell you guys, um, and honestly, like if you see there are some human trafficking situation, you call um, 911, you call human trafficking hotline, you call your local police force and just let them know and they will come and take care of this situation. But this two organization that's so dear to my heart and um, it's human trafficking rescue support and its team called Operation Underground Railroad. And it's actually in US and they free over thousand child victims around the world from sex trafficking and mm -hmm. place the survivors on the path to recovery through localized aftercare services. Okay. So if you want more information or you want someone to partner up with, 
Um, now this gentleman name is Tim Ballard and he is anti-human trafficking activist and author. And he's fantastic. I heard his story. It's moved my heart and it just so amazing how these people just got together and they fight against injustice. And um, he is founder of Operation Underground Railroad, but he's on the board member of Nazarene Funds and Slavery Free World. His work includes the development of software and internet investigation, and specifically to infiltrate file shared networking where traffickers exchange child pornography. And he actually trained others to do that as well. So currently they are supporting and, um, and have like aftercare efforts in 28 countries. So wow. this is an amazing yeah. organization to be part of it because like we cannot help everybody, but everybody mm -hmm. can help somebody. And when mm -hmm. we come together, we are powerhouse. So if you guys, um, I will give you some more information as well about um, Operation uh, Underground Railroad. Mm -hmm. And what's the coolest part about them, because their group privately run, they can quickly respond to any foreign government request and institute the rescue on the spot. So they really? are amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What I would like for you to do, um, if you could, is, you know, after the broadcast is over, you know how we can put comments in under the show. I would love for you to drop those uh, names and uh, organizations there so people have them and they can just readily, you know, access them just by looking at the comments underneath. And um, yeah, that, that's incredible information right there, Lena. Thank you so much. Um, and I know last time we didn't get a chance to really talk about your book. And I want to uh, talk a little bit about your book um, before we have to take a second break because our hour is flying. Um, but how you wrote a book and um, tell everybody when it came out, how they can get it and what prompted you to write it. Absolutely. Well, first of all, I never thought I'm going to be sharing my story after 20 years of silence. Mm -hmm. But um, it was an amazing experience. I started writing this manuscript and um, I literally thought it just might help someone, you know, mm -hmm. but it was such an amazing experience for me because for the first time I look back into my past from my new perspective. I've been um, a Christian woman, being loved, being wife and mother mm -hmm. and um three beautiful, healthy children, my home, you know, I was so stable. I worked so much on recover my mind, body, and soul probably for 15 years it took me. So guys, if you feel that you are not there yet, yeah. it's okay. Just take your path to healing. Make sure it's constructive. Make sure that you have people to back you up and support you. I took lots of time to work on myself to be healed. And that book, that manuscript actually was part of my healing as well. Yeah. So my to you advice, if you cannot share your story, if you think it's so dark and nobody gonna understand or reject you or shame you for it, start writing. You know what? It's a first step when it's come out from your yeah. heart, from your mind, and you actually can see from where are you now mm -hmm. that you can have a different perspective and you can have compassion to yourself and you can understand 
that what happened into you, it's not you per se. It's the situation that you're in. And as me, I just wanted to survive. I didn't want to really die or I didn't want to live. I just want to get through it. But when I wrote that book, I actually look back and I have so much gratitude Mm. for, for where I am now. You know, I would not change anything. I I yeah. have somebody ask me this question and I'm like, no, you know what? For me being here, thinking this way, believing the, the way I do, have my path, have my passion, have compassion. Mm-hmm. It was huge transformation. I wouldn't be the same person if the struggle would not be on my path. So the book was published in 2019 and that's when... I launched in October and for the first time I share my story and mm-hmm. I always thought it was story of shame, guilt and condemnation and then I realized it's God's story of salvation and from that day forward, whoever loved me, they never stole me, never forsake me and then hearing the words that you saying today about me, you know what, when I heard them for the first time, somebody called me survivor. I was so embarrassed. I thought like you have to go through war, through some yeah. natural disaster to be survivor. And I'm thinking, who am I to get those words? But today you give me those words and I accept it. You know, I'm accepted with gratitude and thinking, you know what? I want people to see that it's possible and I want them to strive to overcome it. That's all awesome. I want. It's awesome. not with the pride I'm taking, like, oh, look right. at me. Right. I want right. to be inspiring. I want to bring hope. I want people to see light and right. want them to understand that this is possible to have and love and joy and, and hope and wholeness again after everything you've seen and done. Yeah. And you are, you're more than a survivor. Um, uh, I have a love hate relationship with that word because survivor, uh, it's awesome, but it means that's like a survivor survival mentality. You are an overcomer. You are a thriver. You, you have done more than survive. You've overcome and you're leading others out. Um, now, uh, how do people get your book? I know you've got a website um, and I know we're going to have to take another commercial break in a second, but how do people actually get your book? Absolutely. Or if they want to book you, like what, what's your um, social media handles and stuff? How do they reach you? Absolutely. You can um, get it through amazon.com or you can shoot me an email and I can give you a signed copy as well, but you can check out my website. It's love and Letter B with no E, laughed.com. Uh, it's so funny because it's now more difficult to pronounce. I should make that easier, right. but it's love, love and beloved, but with no E. Without B the E, no yeah. E. Just Correct. B and then the word loved. Love yes. and B, letter B, loved. Okay, yes. dot com. Awesome. And you can get it through there as well. Okay, wonderful. Well, I know we have to take another commercial break. And um, when we come back, um, we'll wrap up real fast. And then I want you to think about um, what was the most important takeaway you have from this experience. I want you to think about that on the break when we come back. Mm-hmm. 
If you're tired of hearing the same music and content every 5, 10, or 15 minutes on air, then check out JQLM Radio for the realest, rawest, and most relevant variety of music, talk shows, and more. Start your days with a little bit of gospel and gospel rap from 4 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Never known you to fail. You deliver me. Cause all I seem to do is. Huh? Coming to break it down with that wiggity wiggity style. Man, we really be living it out. Don't miss it. Then get into some hot RB. Some hip hop. A little bit of pop. And some Neo Soul for the rest of the day. JQLM Radio, real, raw, and elevated. Hey there. If you can hear my voice, this is Pamela host of Hospital the Tea, here to remind you that Eagle Entertainment Network has a lot for your business. Listen, honey, you need to get with it. Eagle Entertainment offers various services, media coverage, red carpet services, promo interviews on air. They offer meet and greet services, honey, not to mention other event services. You want to get in gear. Eagle Entertainment is empowered, greatness optimized. We're now booking and spots are going fast. Eagle serves the United States and all event types, honey. So if you are opening a business, having a store opening, a restaurant opening, and you want some coverage, Eagle Entertainment is the way to go. Call or text 317-886-0296 or go to eagleentertainmentnet.com. Indianapolis, it's time to turn your New Year's resolution into a lifestyle. Get ready for Impactful Fitness Presents Operation Move event. It's going down Saturday, February 5th, 2022 from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Spotlight Indie Event Center located at 5060 East 62nd Street, Suite 100. Tickets are only $20. $20. Music, Music, demos, vendors, snacks, live classes, networking, and more. A portion of the proceeds go towards the MOVE organization. Ready, set, go. Get your tickets right now at ImpactfulFitnessLLC.com. All right, we are back and we've been speaking with Lena. She just gave a whole lot of information for some amazing uh, companies and organizations to get in touch with for people that are trying to come out of human trafficking. And she even gave some 
contact information for anywhere in the world. So that is wonderful. Thank you so much. And don't forget to visit her website, which is love and be loved, but it's be just the letter B.com to order her book, Miraculous uh, Story of Salvation, which is her spiritual autobiography. And as well as to book Lena, you know, for uh, speaking engagements or booking as well. Now, um, before we go into this, I just want to say this, guys, if you have not downloaded JQLM radio, you the app, you really need to, because I was listening to it the other day. The music is off the chain. It, it's ridiculous. It's unbelievable. And I was just enjoying it. So if you get a chance, you know, download JQLM radio as well. So you can listen to these shows live, but they also got some great music and they got some amazing shows as well. So, um, all right, Lena. So I asked you before we uh, took this last break to think about what is the biggest takeaway that you have come up with pertaining to your entire journey of what you've been through and where you are now that you want people to know? Well, honestly, I do believe that it's, um, I'm never alone and my life is valuable and, um, it's significant, you know, because I think as a victim, sometimes we think that, you know, it doesn't have no worth and value because that's how I thought for a very, very long time but you are important and your love beyond all measure. And um, honestly, like regardless of your journey, um, I just want you to understand that you're never alone and somebody always will understand. Yeah. You know, and it brings up to my mind, um, I was watching, uh, I want to say, what is that show? I think it was America's Got Talent. And they had this choir a nurse's choir, and they sang the song, I Will Find You. And that's what comes to my mind. And that song is so powerful because with your organization, especially when you said the organization that um, has connections to all of the foreign governments, no matter where it is, and they can they can put together a rescue operation. That song just came to my mind. I don't know if you've ever heard it before, Lena, but it's called mm -hmm. I Will Find You. And uh, it's incredible. And look, look up, just do a YouTube search for um, America's Got Talent. I Will Find You, the song, because it's the nurse's choir that sang it. And it just, mm -hmm. that just comes to me right now. Because, mm -hmm. you know, one thing that I do love, um, you know, uh, I'm a Christian as well. And, you know, with all the different things I did, and we had spoken about this before, you know, um, one of my favorite scriptures is where, you know, uh, God says that, you know, that he found us drowning in our own blood and he mm -hmm. says to us live. So even in the state where you may be feeling like you're drowning in your own blood, you feel like you have gone further than you possibly could or deeper or darker than you ever could that's still not too far for God to care about you, to rescue you and to lift you up. And he simply says this, live. And um, whatever your spiritual belief is, that's fine. You know, I know mine is Christian. I don't push it on anybody, but I know that alone for me was enough because I went into some deep, dark areas myself. And, you know, you get to a point where you find yourself doing things you never thought you would. But the thing is, you, you know, 
people always will ask, well, how could you possibly do that? Well, you know, what kind of person does that? But see, here's the thing, unless you've walked in somebody's shoes, unless you have known what their experience is, unless you've been there for all the years of the the weighing down and the chipping away, like for you, for example, that lady came into your life. It was a perfect storm because your family was dysfunctional. You had been through being consistently raped as a child. You had a baby um, at 15 and you had to bury your baby when you were a baby. So all those components were in play before this woman came into your life, because had she just come into your life and you were fine and healthy, you never would have succumbed to her. You never would have been drawn away. You never would have been led astray. And a lot of times, you know, we carry that guilt. We carry that shame. Like, what did I do wrong? Or it was my fault. It wasn't your fault. It was the perfect storm, which was meant to destroy you. But come to find out, you already had everything inside of you to to survive and to come out of this. And there was people there to rescue you. So, you know, God's hand was upon you. And, you know, no matter how far away you were, you woke up in a different country. You didn't you couldn't speak the language. And yet and still you were valuable enough for him to reach down and to save you and to bring you out. And that's why you're here today. And I'm just so honored uh, to call you my friend. I'm so you. honored to just be able to share your story because it's, it's truly miraculous. You picked the perfect name yeah. for the book. It's, it's miraculous and miracles still happen all the time. Actually, do you mind? I found this verse because it was okay. keep, like coming to my mind and that's what, um, another thing that I'm on another side and I'm reading this and it's really impacted my life because it says it's in Romans 5, 3, 5. It says we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. And I'm thinking, why? And it says, for we know that they help us to develop endurance and endurance develops strength of character and character strengthens our confident hope on salvation and this hope will not lead to disappointment. Mm -hmm. And I think that's exactly what happened to me, refining through the fire yeah. to hope. Yeah. Yeah. And hope is the greatest thing, you know, um, and people don't realize the power of hope because once you are out of hope, that that's when despair sets in, you know, if you can just find something to grab a hold of, to grab you know, to still have hope in, you'll be able to dig deep down and, you know, pull yourself up out of whatever it is you're into. So I'm so glad that, you know, that was a key uh, force for you and a, a key guidance for you and, you know, and for everybody else. And, you know, and this is not a Christian only type show by any means, you know, um, you know, whatever your faith is, whatever your religion is, whatever your higher power is, uh, whatever it is that you have to tap into, just know that everything you need is already inside of you. You already have everything in you. And the thing is, you know, when I when I we're able to have on guests like Lena, where she's shared her, not just her story and her experience, but the way out, you know, and that's what I love about this platform is 
uh, we can have so many different people with so many different stories and how they got out and, you know, getting pieces here and pieces there and pieces there. It's going to hit different people. And you now have the blueprint for somebody else who's in the mist. And, you know, when you were going through this, these organizations didn't exist, you know, so now you you can sh help them shorten the process. Um, you know, to getting rescued. Even up. five years ago, when I was writing this book, nobody was talking about human yeah. trafficking and mental health the way we're talking about this now. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't mind, I really love this quote. It summarized everything that you said. If um, you don't mind me read real fast. Okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll, so it's um actually quote by Marianne Williamson, and mm -hmm. it's encouraged me, and I hope it can encourage you as well. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Mm -hmm. Actually, who are you not to be? We are born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. And as we let our own light shine, we give other people permission to do the same. That that's one of my favorite. I was sitting here looking because I have her book right here on my shelf. I was look, I was gonna look and say, oh my gosh, I have this book. That is one of my favorites um, as well. And you know, and people don't realize that you know that uh, because we we tend to dim ourselves down all the time instead of standing firm and you know owning our story. And uh, like I said, it's that story that you don't want to tell that needs to be told. Um, Absolutely. So thank you so much, Lena, um, for coming on and being my guest today. And I um, uh, just want to say for all of you that are watching and tuning in, please share this. And if you want to follow me again, uh, my, my website is uh, totalbreakthroughcenter.com and you can reach me. Um, I'm available for counseling, coaching, speaking, mentoring. I've got clients all over the world as well. And, you know, trauma is my specialty, abuse and addiction. That's why I bring stories that are not the normal um, story. They're, they're levels and levels because everything goes back to a trauma. Most people have more than one, but, um, I thank you guys for tuning in. And next week I want you to tune in because I've got a great guest next week is going to be, uh, February 1st and, uh, kicking off, uh, uh black history month. I've got a dear friend of mine who's coming Jay Lamont Harris, and he's going to be speaking all about diversity and inclusion and, uh, he is a powerhouse. He's also a John Maxwell speaker. He's the one that got me into John Maxwell and uh, I became John Maxwell certified through him as well. And uh, like he would say, we're connected at the hip. So don't miss next week's show with Jay Lamont Harris. He is going to be the special guest and we're going to kick off Black History Month. So Lena, thank you so much for being a part of tonight. And uh, everybody, thank you for tuning in and we will see you next week, six o'clock, same time, Tuesday. Have a great night. Bye, guys.